I'm Kerry Fink, and welcome to the Kingdom Living Podcast with Glenn Reppel. It's always a pleasure to see you right here. Always good word, good learning. Uh, hey, Glenn, how are you today? I'm, I'm doing great. The Lord is just so fantastic. His goodness, His goodness is great. I just really appreciate Him and, and what He's doing uh, around the world. We appreciate it. You know, it is a great time to be alive. It's it's so interesting to see the things that we oftentimes pick up on the news and we see this or we see that. And yet what we've been talking about in Kingdom Living, uh, I think it is so important because the last message, Glenn, that you shared was called Heaven is Open Now. And so often, uh, you know, when we talk about that red line living, we get kind of... Uh, tracked into whatever seems to be happening at the moment, and we miss the bigger picture of that The relationship that we have with uh, God is one that really allows us to have that free interaction and really that, 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 that blessing. I mean, think about some of the messages here recently, Glenn. Uh, heaven is open now. Uh, we did a message before that, call, uh, well, actually it was a couple of weeks before that, but we did one called To Never Die. And there's been so many things, Glenn, uh, word truth produces word fruit, glory revealed. These are all great kingdom living messages. And so viewer, if you're new to this, I want to remind you two things. You're not uh, here for an opinion. You are here really for the word of God. Everything that uh, we're teaching about that Glenn takes the time to really delve into is really, we're just quoting scripture here, Glenn. It's not a, an opinion show. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's so true. And, and what's so fantastic is, is, is uh, the various versions of the Bible, the various translations. And, and I'll be going through two or three different ones today because uh, a lot of times we read something I go, okay, well, what's this really meaning? And so I'll write something down, then all of a sudden the Holy Spirit shows it. And, and again, a, a major part, which I really want to encourage people to do, is to get into the Word of God. And, and we have so many tools now available to us on the Internet where we can read various versions of the Bible and check it out and get various commentaries. But, but the main teacher, Carrie, is not you and I. It's the Holy Spirit. So as we teach uh, the Word of God, and, and this, like you said, this is not an opinion show. We're, we're teaching, we're reading, in most cases, the Word of God here and allowing the Holy Spirit to work through uh, what we're speaking, because it is a double-edged sword, as we've talked about. It's His Word speaking through our mouths, and we know it does not return void. And so we're just so thankful uh, that this these messages because uh, it's his message, and to him be the honor and the glory that's going out all over the world, and uh, we're just so thankful. Yeah, you know, uh, the way you're saying it is, you know, this is one of the things that's so important that we impart, is like when people pull this open, uh, if you're kind of on redline living, you just see this as a book, you know, oh, it's a, maybe some people say it's an old history book, or, you know, who knows what people call it, but those, those who are infused with the Holy Spirit, they understand it's the living, breathing Word of God, and it's about that relationship, Glenn, that you're always teaching about. And I, and I want to, I would be remiss if we launched out, and I didn't talk about the genesis of this entire kingdom living thing comes, Glenn, from this book that you wrote called Fraud, What God Has to Say About the Tactics of the Enemy. And literally, uh, two editions uh, ago on the Kingdom Living podcast, you reiterated that 
in a in a special um, podcast that was titled "The Greatest Fraud Ever Committed." And so the challenge for us is to really take the promises of God and appropriate them. And as Glenn, as you keep talking about, it's not about necessarily religion. It is more about getting that relationship with the Lord. And that's why I'm so excited about the topic that we're going to go into today, because that just takes us to a whole nother level. Let's just dive right in. Yeah. yeah. And, and Carrie, um, I was asked a question yesterday uh, in, 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 in a men's group, and it was, you know, what's your purpose? Uh, what is God's design purpose for you? Why did he bring you? Why are you here on earth? And and uh, and it was it was just an open ended question. He didn't expect any answers, but the Holy Spirit, uh, I, I got an answer today. Uh, what really gets my juices going, where, where I see my purpose, uh, and it's and it's in teaching the Word of God, and and really with this book fraud, I, 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 there's just such a calling inside of my heart that when I, when I believe a lie and I go, Oh, that's a lie that I've believed in my life, uh, either, uh, you know, and I go, wow, here's the truth. And so uncovering these lies of the enemy and really their disbeliefs and unbeliefs that have been inside of me. And I just can't wait to get them out in the teaching and the scriptures show it. It's just that, as you already said, is that uh, when we read this book so many times, uh, we read it as a history book. And 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 because that's been the way we've been trained in this mind to look at this as a, oh I've read the Bible well no it, it's the Word of God and again what we're the Word of God is revelation all the way from Genesis to Revelation and I'm going through Revelation right now in my own quiet time and it is just coming alive and and it's just been so exciting because for the longest time I couldn't get it it was really hard but boy it is and and that's a part of of what the teaching is uh going to be today because what I'm seeing now as as the Holy Spirit's revealing uh just the teachings of the word of God is is our identity and what we've done is we want to put the fraud fire extinguisher today on our sin identity and our religious spirit, because that's one of the things that I've seen in Revelation is, is that uh, we have this religious spirit uh, that Jesus came uh, and died for and rose again. Uh, and what we, we want to have is, is what we have is our sonship is understand he came to bring sonship to bring us into his family. And so we're going to be talking about more of that, but the scripture is Romans 8, 15 is, uh, and you did not receive the spirit of a religious duty. And again, uh, and and I'm I'm thankful to my wife because she's been so helpful because I think left to my own, I could could and and have been one of the best Pharisee out there, uh, carrying that religious spirit. And again, breaking that religious spirit is what we're talking about, is understanding our sonship that with God is that I didn't, we didn't receive the spirit of a religious duty leading us back to fear of never being good enough. And that's that red line living. 
but you've received. What have we received? We received this, the spirit of full acceptance, enfolding you into the family of God. Now, you understand, what does that mean? What does that really mean? We're going to be unpacking this. And you will never feel orphaned, for as he rises up within us, our spirits join him in saying the words of tender affection, beloved father. We are sons. So here's one of the questions that, that, that I want, want to ask to, today is, what day are we in? Again, as we read the Bible, it's really understand, we understand the day, the day. Are we, and, and again, uh, as, as, uh, as in Romans 1.9, it says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning, the beginning and the ending, says the Lord. Um, and and I, who, who is, who was, and who is to come. And so where are we? Are we in the who is, who was? Are, are we in the, uh, the day to come? And what, what I hope we get out of today's teaching, we're in the who is now. He has already come. He's already come and revealed. So the day is revealing who Jesus is. This word of God is all about revealing Jesus Christ to his sons and daughters, to his children. It's about revealing our identity in Christ Jesus. And that's what revelation is. Revelation is not out there in the future. It's already happened now. He came and revealed himself now. So another question is, what identifies us as sons or daughters uh, and as children of God? Uh, so we're, we're going to, what, what is the, how do we know that we're identified as children of God? And before we get into the teaching, uh, let's go back to what you already talked about, the green line and the red line living. We have to understand, and, and I want to add a little more to it today too, in today's teaching, because it's really important, because as we understand the three greatest historical events, what are the three greatest historical events ever, 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 is that the green line is God's intended purpose for mankind. And, and so the first thing, uh, the first greatest event was creation, is God created the heavens and earth and everything in it uh, for, for man to enjoy, to use, and, and to bring the kingdom of God to earth. And one of the questions would ask was, was God's intended purpose in the beginning for man to die or to live? And again, was God's intended purpose to live spiritually only? Was God's purpose intended purpose for man to die at some point in time? Whoa, big questions. And we've answered some of these questions in past podcasts. But guess what happened with creation? We Adam and Eve, uh, they fell, and and they didn't li they didn't listen to God. He says, because if you eat from the tree in the middle of the garden, uh, you'll surely die. And so 
Death came in through Adam and Eve, and that was called the fall. But we have the tree of life, and we've talked about the tree of life. We've got to understand that's the tree of the abundance of God, and, and we can enter into that. But the fall was an important event that we have to understand because that's the red line living that, that, that we come and we enter in. We're born, but God knew us from the before the foundation of the earth, that he'd have to send him, himself and his son, Jesus Christ, to bring redemption to mankind with the Holy Spirit living inside of us. So we have creation, we have the fall, and the biggest, most important event is redemption. We've been redeemed. We've been redeemed from the kingdom of darkness. We've been redeemed from the tree of death with the tree of life in us. And so what happens, we've been rescued from the dominion of darkness. And we have the kingdom of God living inside of us. So when we receive through the revelation knowledge of the Holy Spirit teaching us the word of God about Jesus Christ, his death, the crucifixion, and, and defeating the, the kingdom of darkness and rose out of the grave, rose out of the grave and in and, and, and the resurrection. And what we're gonna see, we have the resurrection Christ living inside of us as sons and daughters of God, as children of God. We're gonna see the scriptures around that. And so we have the Holy Spirit in us now. We have that tree of life that's living in us. And so let's look at some scriptures here uh, and, and uh, this is Colossians 1, 13 through 15. And this is just talking about how he's rescued us from the dominion of dark. I mean, it's already happened. This, and again, what is that? That's the sense ruled world dominated by the law of sin and death, of performance. You see, that was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and that's the tree of sin, uh, of, of, uh, of, of sin and death. And we've been in, in performance. We, we have to perform to get to God and relocated us into the kingdom where the love of his son rules, the love of Jesus Christ, the embrace we see on the picture there. That and kingdom is open, the, the heaven is open now. And then verse 14 in God's mind, in God's mind, mankind is a social. So he, God sees us through Jesus Christ, through the blood of Jesus Christ. In God's mind, mankind is associated in Christ, in his blood, sacrificed. And we were ransomed. Our redemption was, was, that's past tense. And it's an is now, was secured. Our sins were, were completely done away with. Sin and death was completely done away with. Now, this is where I wanted to go with a part of this teaching right here. And, and this is in the mirror translation. And, and they do such a great job here of defining sin. I thought this was so good. So the word sin is the word, and I may not pronounce this correctly, this armisha, or from ha, negative, are without the meros portion or form. Thus to be without your allotted portion without form. So when sin entered in through Adam and Eve, we were without pointing to a disoriented, distorted, bankrupt identity. 
to be without a lot of portion, without form, pointing to a disoriented, distorted, bankrupt entity. The word meros is the stem morphe, as in 2 Corinthians 3, 18, the word metamorphy with form, with form, which is the opposite of the hermitia without form. Sin, look at this. This is so good. Sin is to live out of context with the blueprint of one's design, to behave out of tune with God's original harmony. Sin distorts the life of our design. Jesus reveals and redeemed our true form. Now, now, that really is so neat because this isn't necessarily behavior. It's our origin. Our origin is in God, Christ-like. That's our origin. And when we think below uh, our identity of who we are, that's sin. He's redeemed us. We, we are sinless. We're ageless. Uh, and the harmony that God's brought us into is the original design, that blueprint that he designed for us on that green line, forever line. And in verse 15, in him, the image and likeness of God is made visible in human form in order that everyone may recognize their true origin in him. He is the firstborn of every creature. And this is the footnote here. What darkness veiled from us, he unveiled. In him, we clearly see the mirror reflection of our original life. The son of his love gives accurate evidence of his image in human form. Now look at this. The incarnation means that God can never again be invisible. He's visible to us. And so this has become one of my favorite scriptures. And, and Carrie, if we could just make this offer to the people too at the end here. Uh, and, and again, I was challenged in reading a book uh, where they said, just don't read one scripture, read the context here. And this is in the Passion Translation here. But this is something as I walk in the morning, I just say over and over and over because I'm getting my identity of who I am through the scripture here. I'm one with Christ. And it's just something that we have to refresh and just brings us back to that green line of our identity of who we are in Christ. Look at this. And then personalize this. Right now, uh, this, this, this is in Colossians 3, verses 1 to 4. Christ's resurrection, and, and let me just speak this into Christ's resurrection is your resurrection too. Christ's resurrection, Carrie, is my resurrection, too. This is why we, I, yearn for all, for all that is above. For that's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. Now, what we're going to see, that's where we're sitting, too. We're sitting with him also. Christ's resurrection. So we have to understand his resurrection is our resurrection. We can't get that with our brains. Only the Holy Spirit can reveal with the Spirit in you is, is with the, the Holy Spirit matching that with you. Uh, uh, the, our resurrection, he rose from the dead. 
and we rose with him. This is why we yearn for all that's above. That's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. Now, yes, we feast in that celebration, that banquet that we're eating on as we just enjoy and celebrate. We feast on all the treasures because we're going to understand now how we know that we're sons of God, because we're going to be talking about the treasures. And these are the mysteries that are revealed in the word of God, because the Holy Spirit's got to show it to us. Our brain history is not going to show it to us. It's the Holy Spirit revealing who Jesus Christ is all the way from Genesis through Revelation. So feast and eat on this food on the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill what our thoughts with heavenly, look at that, realities. This is where the reality is and not with the distractions of the natural realm, which distracts us. We get so distracted with what we see physically, what we hear and what we, you know, just the five senses. Now look at this now, my, your crucifixion, my crucifixion with Christ has severed, has severed the ties with this life. And now my, your true life is hidden with God, hidden away in God, in Christ Jesus. Let's get that right. My, your crucifixion, our crucifixion with Christ. So we are resurrected with Christ. Now we've been crucified with Christ. So, so as we understand we've been crucified with Christ and we've been resurrected with Christ, all of a sudden our identity is starting to be changed in Christ. So my crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life and now my true life is hidden away in God, in God, in Christ Jesus. Come on. Now here it goes. This is so important. And as Christ as Christ himself is seen for who he really is. So in other words, I'm not seeing now with my visible eyes, I'm seeing through the revelation of the Holy Spirit, I'm seeing, show me, Lord, who you really are. Reveal Christ to me. So as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, guess what happens? Who I am, who you are, will also be revealed. This is so important. And that's good. This is pretty much what, what we're teaching. This is what we've been doing. So as Christ himself is seen, seen in the unseen, in the heavenly realm, for who he, for who he really is, not what I thought he was or about the lies that I've learned about who God is and the things he can't do, but the things he does do. And who you really are also, for here it is, for you for we, Carrie, I am, for I am now one with him in his glory. So this is another I am that's at the back of the appendix of the book, because we've got five or six or seven pages of just I am. So I am one now, one with him now in his glory, in his glorious, his presence, his power, his goodness, now his glory surrounding us. So let's let's look at this too. And, and this, this is in John 14, 20. And now we're talking about the day. We're talking about on that day. So what is the day? 
on that day. And some of you listening today are getting the day, the day, because he's revealing through the Holy Spirit the day, on that day, when that time comes. See, see, that could be future. The future's coming into what was, what is, and what's coming right now is the day. It's all one. God is outside of time and he's timeless. Past, he's present, he's future, he's the day today, and we're going to rejoice in him today. So when the time comes, you will know for yourselves that I am am in the final. Now, by the way, this is in red here because Jesus is speaking here. He's speaking on that day. When that time comes, you will know for yourselves that I am in the Father and you are in me and I am in you. That sounds like a lot of different things. I'm going to explain this in a second. And then in the, in the mirror translation, it says, again, in that day, you will know we are in seamless union with one another. I am in the Father, you're in me, and I'm in you. And I, I love this, this, this teaching. I've done this before in live classes. But, but what we have is, is we have the Father, and, and we have the Son, and the Son is in the Father. And guess what we have is we have us. We are sons of God, and we're in Christ, and Christ is in us, and Christ is in the Father, and he had to leave so he could send the Holy Spirit to be inside of us. So we have the Holy Spirit inside of us, we're in Christ, Christ is in us, and we're all in the Father. There's the four, there's the three in one, it's the four in one. So if you can think about four circuits, because so many times what we've done, we've separated ourselves out over here when this is the triune God living inside of us. That's exciting stuff. That just, you know, so we're in the Father, the Father's in us, the Son's in us, the Holy Spirit's in us, we're inside of them. This is us. So part of the lie that we bought into uh, was, and this is where, where Jesus was, oh, you're proclaiming to be the Messiah. Yeah, I am the Messiah. I am the Christ. And again, that was the lie that, that Satan in the garden is that you'll be like God. We are like God. We're made in his image and likeness, and we're sons of God with the DNA of God living inside of us. His blood, we, we were crucified with him. We, we, we went into the grave with him. We rose out of the grave with him. We ascended. We resurrected with him. And we've got to understand that that's what it took to redeem mankind out of the dominion of darkness. So, what we have are some scriptures here that also uh, will, will back up our sonship here so we can start understanding what we have in, in our sonship and, and, and how we will know that we're sons. And, and, and this is two translations here of, of Romans 8, 14. For all who are led by the Spirit, so in other words, the Spirit speaking to us, are sons of God. So the Spirit's got to, to tell us the revelation. And then in the Passion Translation, the matures. And again, we have, a, and again, sometimes when I hear the word child of God, I'm going, oh, that's kind of like I'm a little kid still. I'm still learning. But the mature, this is neat that the Passion uses the word, the mature children, the mature children of God are those who are moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. 
And then verse 15, which we went over a few minutes ago, is in the Passion. You did not receive the spirit of religious, the, re the religious performance duty leading you back into the fear. And again, that fear is the fear of death that, that keeps people in bondage, that, that we're going to die. No, we have the resurrected Christ living in our spirit and our body. And we are immortal that we've talked about. And again, that challenges the religious spirit. And then also, we didn't receive the spirit of religious duty leading you back to fear of never being good enough which is a performance base. I have to do it this. I have to do these things to get to God. But, 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 but what did you receive? We received the full embrace and acceptance of the Lord enfolding you into the family of God. This is the ecclesia. This is the church. This is the body of Christ. That's what brings our spiritual brothers and sisters, because that's what Jesus came for, is to have more brothers and sisters. And you will never feel orphans, because we, when in the fall we had that orphan spirit, you'll never feel orphaned again. For as he raises, raises up within us, our spirits join him in saying the words of tender affection, beloved father, Abba father, daddy. And again, that's the relationship that we have because he's not distance. He's in us. He's, he's in us. We're in him. We're in Christ. He's in us. And the Holy Spirit said that we're one. We're one with him. So in, and in verse 16, and this is in the mirror trend, his spirit resonates with our spirit. Look at this. To confirm the fact that we were originated in God. We're originated again in the AMPC. The spirit himself thus testifies together with our own spirit, assuring us that we are children of God. And in the Passion Translation, for the Holy Spirit makes God's fatherhood real to us as he whispers into our innermost being, you are God's beloved children. That's not me teaching this. That's not me telling this. This is the Holy Spirit, our spirit speaking with the Holy Spirit, revealing our identity of, of who we are. And then we move over into Romans 8, 17. And this, this, this is really cool here. So, and in, in, and in the mirror translation, because we are his offspring. So this, this now is telling us, how do we know that we're children? How do we know that we're sons of God? And see if we can kind of see how this ties together. Because we are his offspring. We qualify to be his heirs. Understand, a son, you know, if you're not an heir, you can't get the inheritance. You can't, you know, so it's only children in the family that are heirs of the father. So because we are his offspring, we qualify to be heirs. God himself is our portion. We are co-inherited with Christ since we were represented and included in his sufferings. And that's an important part too. So we're crucified. So we have to understand when we commune with God, we take that bread, that bread is his body 
that was broken and beaten and, and bloodied and, and the crown was, was hammered on his head and the blood poured out for us. And so that body, we have to understand the suffering that he took, he took all the sin of mankind and, and on himself in bodily form. And so that body he's given to us as we died with Christ, we rise, we rose with him. So we understand the suffering he went through to redeem all mankind, redeem all mankind. So as suffering, we equally participate in the glory of his resurrection. And then in the AMPC, and if we are his children, then, then we are his heirs also, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, sharing, here it is, his inheritance with him. So if we're not children, we don't share in the inheritance. Only we must share his suffering if we're to share his glory, his presence, his power, his goodness is his glory. And since we're his true children, there's true children, we qualify to share in his treasures. For indeed, we are heirs of God himself. And so since we are joined in Christ, joined in Christ, oneness with Christ, we also inherit all that he is and all that he has, we experience being co-glorified with him, provided we accept his sufferings as our own. And we've talked about this one other time. And I just, and, and again, even as I was teaching this, I go, wow, this is sometimes hard because as we, we say, uh, and, and this, this is, is our identity in Christ as sons of God. And we've said, I am a saint, I'm anointed. I am Christ, I'm anointed. And again, this is in 1 Peter 1.23 in the AMPC. You've been, we have been, I have been regenerated, born again, not from a mortal, a mortal or origin seed sperm, but from one that is immortal, by the ever-living and lasting word of God. Let's make sure that we get that because the same seed that was planted into Mary through the Holy Spirit is the same seed, the immortal seed that was planted into us when we received the Holy Spirit and we became born again, born from above. And as Mary said, be unto me, according to your word. So the word became flesh and is dwelling in us. The word is Jesus. And that's that seed through the Holy Spirit. That's that all of these joined together in the oneness that we have in our co-crucified and the co-resurrection that we have. So Jesus Christ, the anointed one, Jesus Christ combines his name, which is Jesus. So Mary, that was the name was Jesus. And with his, with his title, Christ, which the meaning is the anointed one, or Jesus as the chosen one. So we're anointed. We have the anointing of Christ in us, and so we are Christ-like. So Jesus was the, the, the human name that he has that was appointed to him, but we have, we are Christ. We have anointed. We are Christ-like, and that's, we are sons of God. So what we understand in Galatians 4, verses 4 through 6, 
And this is powerful. This is so important that we, that we get this. And we're going to go through two different translations here. But, but I want to just drive this in because the word of God is so powerful. We are sons and daughters of God. And it takes the revelation of God to see this. But when the, and again, here it is, when the proper time, day, when the proper time had fully come, had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born subject to the regulations of the law, to purchase what? The freedom of, to ransom, to redeem, to atone for those who are subject to the law, the law of sin and death, that we might be adopted and have sonship, have sonship conferred on us and be recognized as God's sons. Here we are, all in one. And because you really are, because you really are his sons and daughters, God has sent his Holy Spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Therefore, you are no longer a slave, a bondservant, but a son. And if a son, then it follows that you are an heir. So being an heir is an identity of knowing that we're sons and we inherit everything. And by the aid of God through Christ, that we know our identity, that we are heirs, we are sons. So here's the passion translation of the scriptures of, of Galatians 4, 4 through 7. But when the time, again, that day, that day has come, uh, when that time of fulfillment had come, and again, that revelation is, that was 2,000 years ago that we're just now getting it today. The revelation of the time had come and been fulfilled through Christ. What was and what is and what is to come has come to today. The day has been made. When the time of fulfillment had come, God sent his son, born of woman, born under the law of sin and death. Yet all of this was so that he would redeem and, and set free those held in hostage to the law and the law of sin and death so that we would receive our freedom and have full legal adoption as his children. And here's a so that. And so that we would know, so that we'd know that we are his true children. God released the spirit of sonship into our hearts, moving us to a crowd in, intimately my father, my true father, my daddy. We just cry out our daddy. We just sit on his lap. Now, if we're no longer living like slaves under the law, but we enjoy being God's very own sons and daughters, and because we're his, we can access everything our father has. Now, come on, we've talked about that is heaven is open. We can access everything our father has for we are heirs because of what God has done. And so that's living inside of us. So here's what's happening too. The earth and everything in the, in the universe is waiting for the manifestations of sons and daughters. The entire, and this is in Romans 8, 19. And so the entire universe is standing on tiptoe, yearning to see the unveiling of, of God's glorious sons and daughters. Because everything is crying out to be redeemed. We've been redeemed. And so we have the authority to take authority over the heavens. We're not waiting for God to do it. He gave us his authority to rule and reign as kings and priests here on earth now to redeem everything 
to redeem it back to God's original purposes for man and for the earth and for the universe. And here's the footnote that the manifestation of the sons of God, interestingly, the Greek word for unveiling uh, is the same word for the full title of the last book of the Bible, the revelation, the revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ. The created universe is back to the backdrop of the dramatic appearing of God's sons and daughters unveiled with the glory of Jesus Christ upon them. The verb tense in the Greek text is clear that this unveiling is imminent, soon to happen. And again, that's the day now and destined to take place inside a man's heart. Christ's glory will come to us, will come to us, enter us, fill us, envelop us, and then be revealed through us as partakers of the glory. Although God will not share his glory with any other, he, we are no longer another. Uh, for we are one, we are one with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit through faith in Christ. We are one with him. So where are we? We're seated with Christ. We're seated with Christ now. He raised us up with Christ, the exalted one, and we ascended with him into the glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm. For we are now co-seated as one with Christ. That's where we're at. We're in Christ. Christ is in us. And then in 1 John 3, uh, 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 verse 2, Beloved, we know that we are children of God but to begin with, which means that, we, that there can be no few further surprises. His manifest, manifest likeness is already mirrored in us. Our sameness, our sameness cannot be compromised or contradicted. Our gaze will confirm exactly who he is and who we are. Your flawless innocence radiates life's contrast as beacons of light in the midst, in the midst of the people who have forgotten their true sonship. So we're around people all day long that have forgotten their identity of what God has done. The people have forgotten their true sonship whose lives have become distorted and perverse. Because when we think less than who we really are, that is the sin nature, the fallen nature of man. But when we understand our identity of who we are as sons and daughters, as children of God, redeemed, we're crucified with Christ, we rose with Christ, we're seated with him now in the heavenlies. That's who we are. We are sons and daughters. We have the inheritance. Heaven is open now. You know, Glenn, uh, as we're going through this, and I keep coming back to that, uh, that's really been the drumbeat and the theme of the Kingdom Living message uh, that uh, we've been teaching all along, right? Because as we go through these different things, it's trying to really raise our own awareness of who we are. And like you were referring to a little bit earlier in the, um, in the back section of fraud, you know, that's why I think that uh, appendix, who I am in Christ, is such an important part of the dialogue, because we do have to remember that. And it's like you always end up closing the program with the believer's declaration of legal rights, because as we appropriate those things, we see the power of God that's available through that relationship. And, you know, I was thinking we're going to make available that one with Christ in glory, um, page so that you can actually 
as you as you as you have an opportunity to download it, print that out for yourself and make that useful as a reminder and put that in front of you. Just like these, uh, the same thing we've done the same with the Believer's Declaration of Legal Rights, Glenn, is because we need that reminder on really a daily basis. I think. Yeah, yeah. So let me just speak these believers' declarations of legal rights over you now. I am a special race as a child of God, as a citizen in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ, in the kingdom of priests. And, and again, you speak this over yourselves. I belong to the family. I enter into the God's presence boldly now. I have been recreated into God's image and likeness of love. I manifest and experience heaven on earth now with righteousness, peace, and joy. I'm restored. I'm redeemed and recreated back with God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit living in me now. I have the word of God dwelling in me. I have, I have the crown of righteousness on my head and wear the garment of praise, which is my robe of righteousness. I have the legal rights and privileges to use the name of Jesus. I have the legal authority as a believer over the principalities, powers, and rulers of the kingdom of darkness that have been defeated. I have, through the Holy Spirit living in me, the resurrection power to cast out demons, to lay hands on the sick, and they are healed. And it's important that each one of us, as we look at our identity, that we are sons and daughters of God. And we know that we have the legal rights and the privileges of our Father. And we have the authority and dominion on this earth. The enemy is a defeated foe. And we're alive in Christ. The green line living that we teach uh, or what the word of God teaches is so important to us. Yeah, Glenn. And this is why, especially if you are new to the Kingdom Living series, uh, the good news is that everything, uh, all these messages are available to you. Literally, all you have to do is go to therepleminute.com, and there's some really, really uh, solid teachings in there that you probably want to avail yourself of. Uh, in particular, I think foundationally, Glenn, is the series that you did. It's actually a two-part uh, Kingdom Living series where you teach on green line, red line living, because that is kind of the core foundation. And then as you teach and move from beyond then, once we've established and we have that baseline, then you start to see that all the promises of God are available to you uh, through all of this. And, and what I mean by that is I'm just talking about some of the uh, the programs that, that, that we have recently talked about. For example, the Heaven is Open Now uh, program uh, is such a great teaching on that level. I, I think the Glory Revealed is another one that fits in that. Anointed Sons and Daughters, the theme that we've been on today, Sons and Daughters of God. As you see yourself in that location, that becomes part of how you are able to appropriate the promises of the Bible. And so, again, uh, this particular edition, we're going to make available one with Christ in glory as a download. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, in fact, what I suggest you do, they're all available. All you have to do is go to the Repo Minute com. You'll see a section that says Kingdom Living Offers, and you can go through there and just punch down any of these that you want. They're PDFs, 
maybe you print them out, maybe even make like a little notebook and keep them next to your desk so they're, you have them available for easy reference. Maybe you print uh, uh, the one with Christ in glory or the Believer's Declaration of Rights and maybe uh, tack it on the wall next to your desk so you can look over and be encouraged. And remember too, another good thing to do while you uh, are on the website is take a look. There's information on how you can get your own copy of the book Fraud. And Glenn, as we've talked about many times, this is a foundational aspect of this. It's a very easy to appropriate book. It's only 40, very small kind of bite-sized, you know, 10-minute chapters each. Makes perfect for if you want to get together with uh, some friends of yours, maybe at work or, or a, a, a Bible study at home, to maybe take a chapter, read it, discuss it. And Glenn, like you often say, uh, make notes in the margin. And when you're done with the book, pass it along to somebody else. Also, at the repleminute.com, that is the site where you can just leave your email address and we'll drop the uh, REPL Minute. Uh, Glenn, that's that motivational uh, Monday through Friday biblical inspirational piece that you uh, have been doing continuously since 2006. Again, all these things designated to remind us of who we are in kingdom living. And uh, Glenn, it's just an exciting journey to be on this journey and to keep uh, going deeper into the into the greatness of what God has for us, and uh, uh, in a moment I'm going to ask you to pray. You know, to pray for everybody when the sound of our voice. But uh, I just want to welcome you if you're new to this. You're growing. You're growing into a family of 750 plus thousand uh, folks that have uh, made the Kingdom Living message part of their uh, life, literally globally. And uh, you know, again, Glenn, as we keep talking about. This is an opinion. You're just you are literally just pulling from the word of God. That's what makes this so uh, so uh, so powerful. I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not opinion. That's that's for sure. And again, God's word is alive, and and that's the encouragement is to get into His word. And 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 with this uh, piece that we want you to the scripture of Colossians three one through four, uh, one with Christ and glory. I really would encourage you to get it and then put it to memory, put it to memory. Uh, it's easy, but after you keep saying it and saying it and say it, and every word in here has special meaning because then he's going to see, because this last part of it, uh, as Christ himself is seen for who he really is. So how are we really seeing him? So that gets rid of some of that fraud, some of those lies that we've seen, how have we seen God in Christ Jesus? And oh, I, I can't sit on his lap. I can't enter into his presence now because of all my past. Look at all this stuff. No, no, he took all that on the cross. So how are you seeing yourself? How are you seeing Christ? As, as Christ is revealed to you, you're going to see yourself also being revealed. For you are now one with God, the Heavenly Father. He's just wanting to hug you and love on you. And that's his purpose. He redeemed you. You're spotless. He loves you. He loves you. Let's just, let's just pray for everybody. Father, we just come to you in the name of Jesus. Father, you love us. You love us. You've loved us. You love on us continually. You wash us continually in your blood. Your blood is flowing and your water is flowing. That living water flows through us. The everlasting water is this cleansing every part of our body. Uh, the cancer doesn't belong in this body. Heart disease and 
sickness does not belong inside of us. We have life eternal. We have abundant life. And Father, our bodies are designed to last forever, forever. We walk in the newness of life of a resurrected Christ. We have the incarnate life of Jesus living inside of us. We have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. Father, we just thank you for what you're revealing to each one of us as we grow and learn more of you, as you're revealing who Jesus is inside of us. Father, we just thank you. We just thank you for this, this way that we can speak your word over the airways. And Father, we just thank you and we just praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, thank you, Glenn, for uh, another great uh, teaching edition, learning edition, learning opportunity in the Kingdom Living series. Again, if you're new to this, thereppleminute.com, you're going to access just a wealth of information that is going to help you uh, as you work to reach your purpose. And uh, so thank you for tuning in and make sure if this message has impacted you that you like and share this with the people in your circle so that they can be blessed as well. So until next time, we look forward to seeing you right back here on the Kingdom Living Podcast.